is not mocked. Is that in your Bible? For whatsoever a man sows, that he will also what? Reap. Is that in your Bible? Good. For he who sows to the flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. Two different scenarios here. And it goes further to say, and let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Verses 10 of that verse, of that chapter, says, therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. I have a little message I've titled, The Seeds We Sow. The seeds we sow. First and foremost, it is important for you to know that life is a seed. You may do something in Zamfara and you reap the result in Abuja. You may even do something in Gambia and end up reaping the result in Sokoto. We've seen cases where people did one thing or the other as a favor in the United States and it bounced back in millions of fold in Nigeria. Life in itself is a seed. So everybody we come across on daily basis, we are sowing a seed into their life consciously and unconsciously. The Bible says Jesus went about doing good. It didn't stop there. It went further to say, healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. Somebody who sows good seeds will always get a good fold return. Seed sowing is not only about money. Seed sowing is also investing in people. Adding values to lives. We've oftentimes shared the story here of David. They stole all his belongings, took the wives, the children, ransacked the entire town. And even in David's situation, as he was running around looking for solution, he still found another man on the ground. Quarter to dead. Permit me to use that English. Out of the little he had, he brought out water and bread. Fed that man. The man was revived. That little seed of kindness which he sowed was what brought a great deliverance to him, his family, and the host of his army. Turn to somebody this morning. And I want you to look straight into that eyes. What is the quality of your seed? Some are not even looking at anybody. Look at somebody now. Are you afraid of the eyes? You also have eyes. Look into the eyes. What is the quality of your seed? Is the person saying, giving you an answer to the question? Nobody. 
every action or inaction everything we do everything we say consciously or unconsciously is seed sowing I can look at a person and with my eyes I communicate I've sown a seed it could yield good it could yield destruction some seeds are good some are bad some are ugly some are positive some are useless some seeds are inspiring some seeds are just a bunch of waste and also there are some seeds that when you sow it is generational some people have sown seeds i know of parents families that sowed seeds 20 30 years ago their children and grandchildren are benefiting from it even today what is the kind of seed you are sowing are you sowing a perishable seed are you sowing a seed that will last for life are you sowing a seed that when you leave this world and God calls you in glory will that seed be productive for your children there are politicians that have sown seeds that their generations even unborn are cursed. No, except the children or the grandchildren change the name. The seed of evil that the parents have sown is yielding interest on daily basis for destruction. There are some families that they have soaked themselves in the blood of the innocent, sacrificing innocence on altars. God cannot be mocked. What a man saw, he will what? Reap. There are some seed that when you sow it, it brings you into destiny connection. It happened for David. It happened in so many areas in the Bible. It happened for Joseph. His goodness created room for him for increase. Ask that neighbor again, what kind of seed are you sowing? Bible says, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground, it abided alone. Open your Bible with me. John 12, 24. Except a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it abides alone. But if it dies, it produces much grains. That means if the seed which you are to release, it may not be money. When we talk about seed, most people think it's only money. No, money is just part of it. There's a seed of faith, a seed of love, a seed of care. So many kinds of seed that you can sow into the lives of people. There are some people that walk into the church, there's heaviness in their spirit. You're stretching of hand to greet them, good morning. Maybe they are not even in your class. 
it wells up a faith in them instead of the spirit of heaviness they become people with a garment of praise because somebody who appears better than them has embraced them or shook their hand or made them happy may the seed in your life be positive in people in jesus name can that amen be a born again amen unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies that which you are carrying until you release it there is something in you that is of value to people there's something in your life that is positive in impact to others it is not about you and your family alone no that is not life you may have heard me say that there's a distinction between a rich man and a wealthy man. A rich man is only concerned about himself and his family. But a wealthy man reproduces people aside from his own. So what kind of seed are you carrying? Is it a seed that posterity will judge you well? Or a seed that when you are appearing, everybody is running for cover? There are some people who, when they appear, they carry signature of trouble. They are labeled troublemakers. That is not a good seed. Ask that neighbor again, what kind of seed are you carrying? Is your neighbor giving you an answer now? Uh, some can't even look at their neighbor. What you carry in you will reflect. You can't hide it. The quality of your seed will speak no matter how you try to cover it. You can cover, but one day it will expose. Words are seed. Words are seed. Jesus said, these words that I speak to you are, they are, they are what? They are life. Their life, these words that I speak to you, their life. And that is why we say a seed has a spiritual uh, power and it also has a physical power. When you cast a seed of corn, you put it to the ground and bury it. Listen to me, you do no longer have power over what happens to it. The best you can do is to give it water or give it manure. But how, whether it will survive or whether it will die, the power is no longer in your hand. That is the same thing about the seed you are carrying when you release it. The moment you release it, it goes out of your control. It is now under the operational guide of spiritual law, which is the law of sowing and what? Raping. And when you release it, it may bring a sparring answer. It may come out little. It may come out bountifully. But the quality of the heart that you use in releasing all those things will accompany to water it spiritually. Tell somebody, your seed will not fail. Please look at the person and tell the person, your seed will not fail. Is the person saying a big amen to that? So your words are seed. The love you show to people is a seed. 
in those days we define love as caring, sharing, and giving. Yes, it's also right. But sharing, caring, and giving in the fear of God. Your sacrifices are seed. At times I come here, maybe weekends, Saturdays, at times I see just one person claiming the whole house of God. Just one person taking her time, going from window to window, sweep the floor, mop the altar, go to the office, clean the toilets. At times you see one, two, three. At times you see one person, children, church, clean that place. It is a seed. What you sow, you will surely reap. Are you having something in you which God is demanding for? And you are refusing to release that Isaac, which should be your seed. Listen to me. If I have my hand filled with Naira, it is filled and my fist is clinching it. If I don't release it, I cannot pick another one. That's just a simple example. If it is in my capacity to help you and I am refusing to do it when I have the capacity to do that, that is wickedness. Bible says, whatsoever you know is right and you refuse to do it, it is sin before God. We are very good in praying, but many, many don't dig deep into the scripture. The quality of the scripture that is living in you is sufficient as long as you live a holy life, consecrated life, is sufficient to repel any evil that is fashioned against you. Some people carry seed of unforgiveness. Let me tell you something. The quality of forgiveness that you carry and you release also is a factor that determines your spiritual height. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. If you don't have the capacity to forgive, then you are not a true child of the living God. If you are following me, shout a big hallelujah. hallelujah. A better hallelujah. hallelujah. Jesus said, the words that I speak are spirit and life. John chapter 6 verse 63. The words that I speak are spirit and life. Do you speak life into people? Or you speak destruction into them. If we are formed in the image of Christ. Wonderfully and fearfully made. That means everything that comes out of our mouth is spirit and what? And life. Do you see somebody that requires just a word from you for encouragement? And what you bring is discouragement. You look at your husband at home. And instead of blessing him as he's going out, you begin to rain curses on him. There's a part in this country 
I won't mention the state, but some of us know that place is in southwest Nigeria, where you wake up in the morning, it is causes that is raining in the air. Children are receiving causes there. The mothers will wake up, the father, it is cause, cause, cause. And if you come from that kind of place, you need what we call the special deliverance. The words that we speak. And that is why we always say, don't ever appropriate negative things to yourself. Speak life. Bible says, when they say there's a casting down, you say there's a what? A lifting up. So are you sowing a seed that is good into your own life? Do you even know that you are carrying in you a seed of greatness? So words are seed. What do you sow as words in your marriage? What is this seed that you sow in the life of your children? And of course children too, what seed do they sow in the life of their parents? Your actions are seeds. Bible says, whatsoever you do to the least of thy brethren. Is that one, is it pastor that said it? It's in the Bible. Whatsoever you do to the least of thy brethren, that you do unto me. At times you come to church. Some of us have our wardrobe so fantastic, so big. Have you bothered to look at people that are less privileged? Have you bothered to show concern about their well-being? At times you have to let go of your own joy and comfort to touch a life. Because the seed you sow in another life may become a tree that is fruitful to touch other lives too in the future. So what you sow is what you reap. Tell that neighbor, what you sow, you will reap. Ah, some of the neighbors are not even answering you. Maybe they are offended. Talk, turn to them. Look at them. Can you grab the hand of that neighbor, please? Grab, grab the hand. Listen to me. Grab the hand of that neighbor. Grab the hand. I hold on. I said grab the hand. I didn't say pronounce anything. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Have you grabbed the hand? Look at the face. Look at the face. Tell the person what you sow. You will reap. Is the person saying amen? Not, not everybody will say amen to that. <laughs> My prayer for everybody, even myself, is that those seeds that we have sown, that the mercy of God will water it and bring a great and glorious reward to us in Jesus' name. Can that amen be a born again? Amen. Every seed has a day of manifestation. No matter how slow it looks like, there's a day of manifestation. A person who sows corn, in three months' time, he gets his yield. Am I correct? But if you sow rubber and cocoa, is it just one year? It takes a long time. But it is what? Generational. 
These are spiritual things. You cannot sow to the service of God and expect it to end there. It's not possible. There are some fathers that have sown laboring for God. Their children, they are gone, but their children are yielding the benefits. I read the story of certain two personalities in America. One was a preacher. The other was an armed robber. The preacher served God, did everything, labored massively. The armed robber was carrying out his own trade. And the storyline gave us their descendants four generations after. While that of the pastor were flourishing in prosperity and they were serving God, the descendants of the armed robber, they were all into prostitution, robbery, gangster, negative things followed the knowledge. So whatever we sow today has a repercussion. It could be singular, it could be multiple, it could be generational, but there is a repercussion to it. May the repercussion be a good reward in Jesus' name. There are some seeds we sow that build up relationships. There are relationships that money cannot buy. For me as a person, there are some relationships I've developed over the years that just a phone call settles a lot of things. That is because in the good times, you sold into the lives of those who had a bad time. What are you sowing into people? Even in your place of work, what are you sowing into people? The ordinary security man, what are you sowing into his life? Your house boy, your house girl, what are you sowing? I have seen families where their children are growing up, things are working well. Even the house help is also being trained in school. The same school the children are going, they are sending the same house help. Except if that house help is a witch born from the womb with witchcraft, that house help will grow up and become somebody that forgets that family. We've seen cases where strangers are helped. And these strangers become the, the, uh, the stepping stone for a person's promotion in the future. So what kind of seed are you sowing? If you are here and you sow righteousness, you are bound to reap unfailing love of Jehovah God. If you sow righteousness, and the unfailing love of God, no power can overcome it. If you are here and you sow your tithes, there are spiritual laws to everything. You sow your tithes, the reward is that you reap an open heaven, outpouring of the blessings, defense and protection of the Almighty. Those are the promises attached to tithing. If you are here and you sow wickedness, as written in the book of Proverbs 11:18. If you sow wickedness, you will reap deceptive wages. The reward that will come will be deceptive and destructive. 
If you sow by giving, Bible says, give and it will come back to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together, and what? Running over. So the seed that we sow, I've had the privilege of knowing quite a number of people, and I know what seed sowing can do in lives. There are so many things we can sow into. We can sow to even people in the church. There are some that are just silent helpers. You can sow to adding value to the house of faith, to the church, the building. You can sow by taking care of the needy, the widow. You can sow in the life of the destitutes that you see on the road. You can decide that 10% of my income, I commit it to sowing to the lost souls. Let the gospel be able to touch them. People have had what, and are still having what we call seed of faith. Using it to connect with God. That God, I'm giving you this. I'm sowing this. Do this for me. You can sow your seed in your place of work by being somebody that helps everyone that comes around you. Listen to me. There are people in your place of work that retired 10 years ago, but they are still influential today in that same place of work. Am I right? Why? Because they helped a lot of people to get employment there. And even as they have gone, they are still controlling those people. Why are you here? You don't do that. You don't help. You don't care. You don't add value. That means you've not added anything into any life. Then don't expect anything from any life. Because it is what you sow that you reap. This morning I speak to our conscience. And I want everybody to search themselves. Am I truly abiding in what Christ Jesus wants me to abide by? Am I doing his will? Bible says Jesus went about doing good. Am I doing good? If you cannot add value to people, leave them the way they are. Don't destroy them. Don't kill them. Just as I usually say, wakapas. Bow down your heads where you are. And begin to talk to your maker. Father, this is a new beginning. Help me to sow the seeds of righteousness. Help me to add value to your work. Help me to touch lives and make a difference. Help me, Lord, that I will not be a disappointment. The Bible says, for this purpose was the Son of Man made manifest, that he may destroy the works of darkness. Help me that I may fulfill the purpose that you have created me for. Talk to him. Talk to your maker this morning. Talk to your maker. Talk to your maker. 
talk to your maker. Tell him, Lord, I don't want to disappoint you any longer. I want to be a great investment. I want to be a seed sower. I want to help others become what you, have, you want them to be. Take me, break me, mold me, and use me. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Let's rise to our feet. David sowed. Moses sowed. Jesus sowed seeds. I must sow seeds. Lift your right hand to the heavens and roar this prayer loud and very clear. Say powers. Can you shout it better than that?